It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Tom. He's Ward. That's Ryan over there in the corner. And we're glad you're with us on this Thursday morning. Ward, good morning. How are we? Good. Got the short sleeve polo working. Ryan, how are you? Good. How are you, Tom? Good. Got the short sleeve polo working. That's good. I got the golf shirt working. I got the Tiger Woods golf shirt working. So we're all we're there's a, there's our wardrobe. So now we're off and running. It's a gr- I mean, is this not great springtime weather? It's unbelievable. Ward's favorite. I love spring. I need winter. Why? Why do you like I, it I cold just, and just, ice and snow and I just like it. You know, put your Christmas tree up and sing Jingle Bells. It is up. <laughs> what? No, it's not. <laughs> I told you I, had, I have a family member that doesn't take the, the tree down, just drags it into a closet. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> There's a closet in the house, and <laughs> just pull it in, pull it out. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Christmas trees. So you're wanting a Christmas tree in February. Okay. Anything going on exciting in your world? Mm. Yesterday was just kind of yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Got some good basketball around here starting today. Taps semifinals start today. Where at? Um, Several different gyms around the area. I know Waco University's hosting one. I think Midway. Is West? West is hosting – I don't know if they're hosting any semifinals, but the finals are all okay, at West. Okay. And, you know, there's some baseball and softball tournaments in the area starting today. Mm-hmm. So, that would be, that'd be a lot Robinson's of fun. Robinson's hosting some. Some of the tap stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's that's And then regional basketball coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. On the girls' side, the boys continue their, their – uh, their playoffs, so there's a lot of stuff going on. There just wasn't a whole lot going on last night. There was college basketball last night. Baylor defeated TCU to stop that four-game skid, and we'll talk a little bit about that coming up uh, in our next segment. Let's see, what else do we have? RJ Ochoa is going to join us. We're going to talk a little bit about cow- the Cowboys. Uh, Bryce Cherry will be along. Uh, sometime today, and we'll get to Bryce's thoughts on what's going on. There's so much stuff going on, so we'll, we'll talk to Bryce Cherry a little later on today. Did you? Uh, the, by the way, uh, from the Big Twelve last night, we mentioned that Baylor won sixty-seven to fifty-seven. Kansas loses to Kansas State sixty-three to forty-five, and Tech a winner over West Virginia. 69-68. I'm telling you right now, Ward White, your Texas Tech Red Raiders, they don't lose at all in anything. I mean, they're cooking, aren't they? Um, They're playing better on both sides. Yeah. That that win gets the Tech women to 5-10 and 10 of the conference, but 17-11 and 11 overall. So, 
Big 12 standings on the women's side, by the way, after after last night's action. Still has Texas and Oklahoma at the top at 12 and 3. Oklahoma State at 10 and 5, followed by Iowa State at 9 and 6, then Baylor at 8 and 7. Then West Virginia, Kansas, Texas Tech, K-State, and TCU. I watched the uh, the, the Baylor women in TCU last night. Boy, it was, you know, Baylor had they had some people sick and not feeling well, and 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 they got it done. But man, it was it was just a dogfight. It was one of those where you just had to to scrap and scrape, and and uh, they were able to get it done. And that's at the end of the day, who cares? Uh, you get the win. So we'll talk about that coming up in our next segment. All right. Uh, one other thing I wanted to touch base on, and, and we'll probably get into it a little later on in the show, but are you – what what constitutes success in your opinion, Ward? I know you, you're you're into, this, into the XFL, and I'm kind of excited about it too, but what constitutes success? Is it is – it, Fans in the stands, is it viewership? What what's it going to take for the XFL to be a long term entity in 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 our marketplace? Well, I think it's going to be a little bit of both. I mean, I, I you know, television ratings drive almost everything, so they're going to have to get some type of ratings, um, and, and then they're going to have to put rear ends in the seats because you've you've still got to sell tickets. And merch and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's a little bit of both. I don't think one in, in this league, it's not like the NFL or NBA or Major League Baseball where television completely drives the majority of it. Um, so I, I, I think it's going to be a little bit of both. They're going to have to get continue to get interest, interest in it. You know, speaking of television ratings, the NBA All-Star game was down from last year's game, which was already the lowest viewership ever in the NBA All-Star game. But they have a little under five. Down another 29%. That's a huge drop from last year. What was the NBA game this year? A little under five million? Uh, Yeah. In viewership? Yeah. So... I'm trying to figure out, and again, I don't know. Do we worry about the XFL because they did not do well this in this first weekend? They they didn't do well at all. They they averaged 1.19 million, mm-hmm. and that's down from their reboot in 2020. Right. Uh, we got to remember what was going on on the reboot in 2022. Yeah, there was a lot of people that were already before they, they even got knocked off. There was already a lot of people already home, so I guess you take those numbers into consideration a little bit, but not much. They, um, what, what we looked it up. The average NFL game draws what fifteen million? Sixteen point seven. Sixteen point seven. They drew one million. They got beat by the NBA All Star Game. They got beat, which by, is normal. They got beat by. Uh, what was the other? They got beat by the Daytona 500. Which the Daytona 500 blew away the NBA game, and they even got beat by the golf tournament. the The PGA golf tournament. I have a hard tournament. time believing that, but Tiger was playing. That's I'm telling you, man. And I'm I'm to the point where I'm not interested in the NBA in the uh, PGA at all. Why is that? I, because I, of the infighting. 
Yeah. Or just because of the PGA? Uh, you don't like golf? No, I do like golf. I just don't think the PGA with the live and everything else is – I. It doesn't do anything for me anymore. Wow. See, I, I, I I'm, I'm about, I'm, I could care less about the the two. Now, if, if Tiger makes a run, maybe I'll jump in and start watching. But he's not gonna make a run. I don't think so either. Uh, but I'm telling you, when he's out there, like, what was it? His, well, that, he's the only reason viewership was up at all. Well, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. And it it was you know it was good. So is that what the the PJ is going to have to have to 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 have the numbers that they need? I mean, look, there's four networks fighting for their for their rights. I mean, you've got ABC showing it, you've got CBS showing it, you got NBC showing it, the Golf Channel, which is a division of NBC. I mean, there's there's cameras. Because of Tiger. I'm not watching anything but the majors. You know, and, and I'm not going to – I get that. And there's a lot of people who are like that. And I don't I don't make it an appointment viewing. I don't go, hey, look, the, the L.A. Open's being yeah, played. There's some out there that do. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, you know, and I don't – I can't tell you the last time I watched just a regular tour event of the seniors – I can't tell you the last time I watched the regular tour event of the LPGA. Now I've watched their their majors, but I, I've never said said, okay, look, the 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 one in Fort Worth, uh, the Colonial. Colonial. I've never said, Hey, the Colonial's on television. Let's sit down and watch the Colonial for four days. Haven't done it. Haven't you know, and and that's just being honest. And I love golf. Now, if I'm at home, and it's a Sunday afternoon, and I got nap time coming. I'll put the golf tournament on, and I don't care if Tiger's in it or not. I, I look; it's good when he's in it, and it's particularly good when he's playing okay or gives himself a chance. Look, he made the cut. I guarantee you that helped that golf tournament on Saturday sure and Sunday did. that he was that he had made the cut, There's and no I doubt. think he was right on the cut line too to make the cut. So for him to get into the you know to play on the weekend is huge. Now, it also showed him what four days of walking and swinging the golf club and all that stuff's all about because he hadn't done it in a while. I mean, he's he's just gonna, I don't think he's going to be able to do it again. He says, he says his goal is to prepare and play and play well in the four majors. Mm-hmm. So that's when you're going to see him. Does he maybe sneak in one here or there? Maybe. Like he did with this, the Genesis Invitational, which was the golf tournament he hosted. He was, his foundation was the host of that, of that event. And again, it used to be the LA Open. Uh, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, Ward, you can help me. I think Glenn Campbell was real big in the LA Open. I think he was kind of the, the, the host of that golf tournament for a long time. He was. Uh, so anyway, Tiger hosts the Genesis, and so he elected to play. I think he was just trying to figure out, you know what? Can I get ready and can I go play competitive golf for four days? Because he's not going to be the dude that says, hey, you know what? I'll be the ambassador. I'll be that guy that goes out and swings the ceremonial first tee ball and then goes and sit in the clubhouse. He's not going to do that. Not yet, anyway. He's, he, if he, look, if he can't, he's going to prepare to win. 
he's not going to the tee box to to be that guy. He's going to if he can't if he doesn't think he can win, he's not going to enter. At least right now, I don't think he would. Maybe later in life, he would be that guy. But I don't. I don't think. And I think that's what makes Tiger Tiger. Well, it's that's why de- he won so many darn tournaments. It's it's going to depend on for him moving forward later if he chooses to play the senior tour. Because if he does, it makes that tour relevant. But I don't know that he does with the injury. That's a great point. Now let's remember: in most of those events, it's three rounds. Mm-hmm. Most, I think they're 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 majors. They play four rounds, but I think in most of theirs, it is three rounds. That's right. and that and that may be a little easier. And he's what three years away from that? He's forty seven, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And and uh, you're, you're you're eligible for the uh, for that senior tour at fifty. Mm-hmm. I think you and I are eligible for the senior tour. Just slightly, yeah. So, so Tiger's forty-seven, and so yeah, he's he's now if he, if he goes out and plays in those majors, wow, boy, you want to talk about some electricity for that tour? That well, would be it changes big. Everything. Oh, it does. It's a game changer, isn't it? But can golf rely just on Tiger Woods? Doesn't it have to have something? Well, it yeah, it does, and I I don't. I don't know what that something is. I mean, you've got some young stars that are coming up, but it's such a, I think it's a little bit or maybe a lot of a letdown for a lot of people because there is no Tiger Woods on the tour. Now, Jordan Spieth is kind of taken over as the face of the PGA, but can he, can he make that type of run? I don't know. And you had, you always had that tiger versus Phil thing in the, in the, in the tension and the friction there, because they weren't exactly going to dinner every night. Is, is there that among the, you know, among the players now that are really, in that top 10 that are competing for championships, is there is there that, that knockdown, dragout competition like you had between Tiger and Phil? I don't think there is. I don't, I don't know if there is. I, I couldn't Doesn't tell you. Doesn't feel like it. No. Doesn't seem like it. I think they all like to cash the check and go to the next one. <laughs> Which, you know, it's not a bad gig if you can get it. Right. But I think it made for more entertaining golf. You know, you you – and you can be on whatever side you wanted to be on, good guy, bad guy, whatever. But there was, there was, and you never saw it. I mean, they never came out and said, "Hey, I don't, you know, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go beat that guy's brain." You didn't see that, but you just, you had a sense that, boy, Tiger wanted to beat Phil, and Phil wanted to beat Tiger, and that was, you know, good competition. And you know, I don't know, I don't know what, the, what the answer is, and we'll see. But uh, and, and who knows how many tournaments he plays, but. Watching him play this this past weekend, it was at times it was just boy it was hard to watch. But he got through it and he he played, he finished, and he was you know under five uh, under par. And you know we'll we'll see what what that does for him going forward as he gets ready for the Masters, which you know that's one of his favorites and a golf course that he really likes to play. And his game is suited for the for for Augusta, so. We'll find out. Good stuff. Uh, let's. We were talking about the XFL, and I know we got to get to the break, and we will. 
We got two hours, Ryan. Settle down. Settle down. <laughs> uh, this is from the 903, and uh, we'll just kind of zip through it here. The, and I haven't. Uh, the XFL needs a must-see moment. NASCAR had one last year with the wall ride. The XFL needs an OBJ-style catch or a M uh, lunch. Or I think he means Marson. I'm not sure what. Break, M lunch breaking 17 tackles. Marshawn lunch. That's what I thought he meant, but you know, I'm just going by what it yeah. – uh, There needs to be a moment in the XFL that makes fans wonder what exciting thing will happen next. Unfortunately, we have not gotten that yet. Well, we've only had one week. We've only had one week. But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. The I think that you say that, that we haven't had that moment, but that St. Louis come from behind thing using all those new rules to their advantage, that's a pretty big moment, I thought. They're going for three, the 15-yard onside thing, and and then going back down and scoring. They went from – 15 to 3 to winning 18 to 15. They did it in a minute and 29 seconds. I thought the XFL was good this weekend. I agree. I did too. But that, I'm telling you, you use those rules, those new rules that are not in any other game other than the XFL to win a football game. If that would have been in any other league, USFL, NFL, a college game, they'd have got beat and probably got beat 15 to 3. Maybe 15 to 6 because they had gone for two, blah, blah, blah. Uh, when they went down and scored with a minute and something to go in the game. Then they would trot an onside kick. 90% of those don't work. They were out of timeouts. And San Antonio would have ran out the clock and the game would have been over. St. Louis took advantage of all those rules that the XFL has inserted to make sure that these games remain competitive to the end. And I like the rules, by the way. Uh, you know, I don't know about the three-point plays. <laughs> I don't know. Still getting used to that. Still getting used to the the no onside kick thing. I love the kickoff rule. Puts the ball back. Bob Stoop said it on this show the other day. He puts the ball back in play instead of kicking it out of the back of the end zone. I like it too. It's just hard to get used to. It is the visual of it. Yeah, but it does give you opportunities for returns, and I like that. If not, just put the ball on the twenty and let's go. I mean, you're and kicking 95 out of... Unfortunately, that's where football's headed. Yeah, you're 95... They're trying per- to eliminate the kickoff the way it is. Well, yeah, they don't want that injury. So try this one, NFL, or just put the ball on the 20 and let's go. Anyway, all right, 7-18. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Pat Nunley, our guest. It was February 20th, 1979. Aaron, quite simply, it was the game in which Benny Johnson and Pat Nunley combined to score 62 in a big win over the Horn Frogs. Pat, what, what, when you think back on that historic game, what do you remember? Well, I remember Benny getting 50. <laughs> John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Jenna's on the phone. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. You're not supposed to have your phone on in here. Thanks. Bye. Yep. See, it's going off. Say hi, Jenna. Hi, everybody. It's Jenna from from, uh, Advanced. Yeah, we're Advanced. Advanced House Leveling. House Leveling. She didn't turn her phone off. She didn't turn her phone off. It's the first time. But you can call us at 254-235-4922 and tell her, turn your phone off next time, Jana. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. That was my echo, echo, echo. 
Let's see how stupid that one sounds. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. 2.9% financing for qualified buyers. Only see dealer for details. Richard Carr's lot is loaded with new GMC Sierra trucks and they have got to go. A hardcore work truck with a luxury interior. GMC Sierra is the best truck on the road. Right now, step up to a premium grade Sierra SLT crew cab and save thousands. Or get 2.9% financing with no payments for 90 days on most Sierra 1500s in stock. Call now, get here now, or log on now and drive home your GMC Sierra from Richard Carr today. Richard Carr. They have the truck for you. Your home for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Bugs has another rebound. That's her 10th double-digit rebounds. Long outlet pass ahead to Bickle for the touchdown pass. Lays it in. This is what I'm talking about. I'm sitting here like willing your bars. Hey, run the floor. Run the floor. You can get layups. They had some layup opportunities, and unfortunately, several times last night, they missed some point-blank opportunities. It was... It was a struggle all night long, but uh, the Bears do win over TCU last night, 67-57. to 57. It was the second quarter, guys, that, that the Bears really won the basketball game. They, they, they shot it really, really well in that second period. They shot uh, nearly 53% in the second quarter, 
and outscored TCU by 10 in that second period to create some separation. They outscored them 22-11. to 11, uh, Outscored them by 11, actually. Uh, and, and, and created some separation and, and then just hung on. Uh, they had players that were under the weather. In fact, Sarah Andrews didn't even start. And we talk about the offense really kind of running through Sarah. Uh, and now she's still had a, a double-figure night at, at 12 points. but And, Ward, they got in foul trouble early in the game, and it, I think it really kind of changed the way that Nikki Collin wanted to, to play TCU. I mean, she, she had to get several players to the bench because they were, they were in foul trouble and they weren't going to be available in the second half going the way they were going. So it, it, it was a struggle and it was a fight, but, you know, kind of liked their fight last night and they got it done. And that's the end of the end of the story. Well, they needed to get it done. That was a game that they had to win, period. And that if you go into Fort Worth and you continue that, that losing streak, it's going to be hard to dig out. Now they have a chance to dig out of that mm-hmm. hole that they were in. And if they can take a little bit of this momentum into practice, feel a little bit better about yourself, uh, and and be able to take the next step and just play it, you know, one possession at a time. That's where this basketball team is. That's where a lot of basketball teams are. That's where you should be anyway. But now th- there's at least a little bit of light in the room. And – You've got to, you've got to win the ones you're supposed to, and this was absolutely one they were supposed to win. Yeah, I don't care if it's on the road or not. And they were down three at the end of the first quarter. I went, you've got to be kidding me, because uh, it was twenty to seventeen in favor of TCU, and I was like, holy smokes, does this give them? And I think it does. Whether there was pressure or not pressure, did, I mean, did they feel some inside pressure? On them, did they put that pressure on themselves because they were in a skid? And does yes, it, that's only natural. Yeah, and this gives them a chance to exhale, breathe, and go about their business. And as you pointed out, have some good practices, get ready to go into the Tech game on Saturday at home. By the way, mm-hmm. so it, you, when you start looking at the stat sheet, and of course, stat sheets doesn't tell the whole story, never does. But it does give you an indicator of just, you know, this was a game where Baylor was scrappy. I mean, they had 21 points off of turnovers. They got uh, 26 points in the paint, 16 second-chance points. Uh, you know, they got 12 points uh, in, in fast-break opportunities. I mean, they they had to scrape and, 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 and claw and scratch to get this one done. They were 8 of 23 from uh, – I beg your pardon. They were 7 of 17 from three points, three-point land, and – you know, they shot 41% for the game, but it was that second period where they shot 53% where they created the separation and 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 just, you know, flat got it done. Now, I would tell you, you, you looked around that gym, that beautiful gym in Fort Worth, there were a lot of empty seats, a lot of empty seats. It was uh, – or the the I don't know if if the TCU faithful have just given up on on that team, but they were not there. At least they weren't there last night. It was uh, it was a sparse crowd to say the least. Let's see what the announced crowd is. They hadn't uh, been there all year. Two thousand and twenty three was the announced crowd. Two thousand and twenty three. So they haven't been there all year. No, that that crowd was tiny last night. Yeah, they're there for the men's games. I'll say that. 
That place rocks. Well, yeah. Yeah, when the men are, when the men are playing. But uh, last night was not a good crowd for the women. All right, uh, after the game, Nikki Collin joined uh, Sophia and Derek on the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. I don't have much of a voice, so work with me, people. Um, I thought we made free throws. We got in the bonus, and we made more free throws than we missed down the stretch. Um, you know, I thought our guards rebounded the basketball, especially Jaden late. Um, you know, I mean, obviously to beat them by 11 on the boards, you know, we miss a lot of easy ones. Bugs and Bella miss a ton of easy ones around the rim tonight. And um, they got good shots. You know, they just didn't finish. And we were just in foul trouble all night. It was a physical game. There was a lot of holding. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's tough. Like, there's not a lot of, we started a big lineup and I could never go back to it. We've talked about this before because they were in foul trouble. Um, you know, we just we have to be smart enough that when a game gets chippy that we don't fight back. You know, it's not the first one that gets called for. It's the one that retaliates. And, you know, Bella starts at half. We get they call a foul on them. But, you know, she throws her hands off and is mad. And now it's her fourth foul. And they go to the line. And now she's a non-factor for us. And, you know, we, we needed her. Um, she made a big three late. And we made just enough plays, um, you know, to put it away. I thought. I thought we just got really tired and we gave up some threes at the end that we shouldn't have. She mentioned Bella Fauntleroy. She um, she did. She kind of slung the, the young lady off of her and, and got the technical and, and had to sit. But, man, she did hit a huge three down the stretch. Uh, she hit a couple of threes, but there was one late in the game that she hit to, and, and led all scores for the Bears with 14 points. Uh, there was a double-double from – Darianna Little Page Bug, she had uh, 10 points and 14 rebounds, so that, that was that was nice. Again, it wasn't a Picasso, but who cares? They got the win. They improved to eight and seven of the conference, 17 and 10 overall. And as you said, Ward, a chance to to go in and, and go through the rest of this week feeling feeling good about the situation and going and getting ready for Saturday, which they'll host Tech. Uh, there's a doubleheader in the in the uh, in the Ferrell Center on Saturday as Baylor men will host Texas at one, and then the Baylor women hosting Tech at five. So it should be a fun day for for uh, for basketball at the Ferrell Center. Big day, huge day. Yes, it is on both fronts. On both fronts. So uh, you know Baylor on the men's side. Heck, they don't want uh, if, if they don't get it done against the Longhorns. Then you're you're looking at another three-game skid, having lost to Kansas and Kansas State on the road and then uh, welcoming in Texas. So this is – it's a and now you're down the stretch with just a handful of games to play. And, and now it's about positioning – and I started to say for the Big 12 tournament, heck, it's positioning for the NCAA tournament. We, we all know that. Uh, it's not about the Big 12 tournament. It's about the NCAA tournament. So we'll see. Uh, so that'll be coming up on Saturday. All right. It is a 729. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. What's going on inside the uh, – inside? The, I started to say Valley Ranch. Some things are just still there. Uh, the, the star, if you will, in Frisco. We'll talk about it next with RJ Ochoa right here on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women home in the Farrell Center Saturday hosting the Texas Tech Lady Raiders. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday for Baylor Tech women's basketball. Join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. My house has a new With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. With four players in double figures, the Baylor women stopped their four-game losing streak with a 67-57 win at TCU. Bella Fontleroy led the way with 14, while Caitlin Bickle and Jamie Asbury each added 12. Former Baylor assistant and now MCC women's basketball head coach Bill Brock returned to the court that bears his name and came away with a win as the High Lassies won at Grayson 81-56. The High Lassies are now 12-2 in conference action with just two games left of the regular season. The McLennan Highlanders, meanwhile, pulled off a 64-55 win at Grayson to move their league record to 10-2. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Cowboys with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 735, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car biz. And uh, before we bring in R.J., uh, one uh, quick note here from the CNC Collision Center text line. Justin says, 
I'm still happy from the NFL season. Let me enjoy basketball some. XFL came in too soon. Uh, just so there's a thought from Justin. Uh, we welcome into the program R.J. Achoa from Blog of the Boys right here on ESPN Central Texas. Good morning, R.J. R.J., are you an XFL and a USFL fan? Do you just love football that you want it year-round? Uh, good morning, guys. Great to be with you. Um, I appreciate what the XFL offers. I appreciate that it, it gives us an opportunity uh, to watch football in the offseason. I appreciate all the opportunities it gives people to create content about football. Certainly, I, I, I specifically appreciate that. Um, I'm good, though. Um, you know, I'm a big golf fan. So last week, I mean, it could have been the XFL, the USFL, the ABCFL. It was all about the Genesis Invitational Committee. And it was for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, several, you know, they 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 were right there with uh, with you know leading as far as viewership. They they were right in there with everybody. The uh, the Genesis was. Uh, let's 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 dive into this thing. Where are the Cowboys as far as a franchise tag, or will they use the franchise tag this year? You know, so we're on day three now of a 15-total-day window that the Cowboys have, like everybody else, to, to place the tag on a player. And they placed it on Dalton Schultz last year, so they could tag him for a second year in a row. Uh, that would be the third time that they tagged a specific player two years in a row. Tank Lawrence got it two years in a row, then Dak, and then Schultz last year. Um, when you tag a player for the second year in a row, the, uh, the tag value actually increases by 120%. So when you tag somebody in one year, you already know the value for the second year. Um, so that'd be $13 million to tag Dalton Schultz. And um, he's a fine player, but I think that's a little bit too rich for everybody's blood. Um, there are loose arguments to make for tagging, say, Donovan Wilson or Leighton Vanderish, But, um, you know, those things kind of end and dissipate rather quickly when you start to unravel the logic a little bit. Um, the, the strongest case, I suppose, is for Tony Pollard, about 10, 11, depending on where you want around million dollars um, for this specific year. Um, and and I, I, it really is a situation where I, I'm not going to be upset one way or the other. I, I can support tagging him. I can support letting him walk. I can support, you know, a long term contract if the money's right. Um, but so to your point, it kind of feels like the Cowboys probably won't wind up using this. What do the Cowboys have in the, in the new quarterback coach? I mean, um, it, everything I think is is experimental at this point, or not experimental, but I think the, the jury's out on a lot of this. Um, and so uh, Scott Tolzien is somebody who has been with Mike McCarthy for a while, um, dating back to their time together in Green Bay. And so, I mean, for for lack of a, a more advanced way to put it, Scott Tolzien is to Mike McCarthy what Kellen Moore was to Jason Garrett. I mean, this dude kind of hanging out on the roster who he really liked and, and just kind of, you know, started to follow the path of coaching and, and wound up here. And so um, I'm fine with this. I don't, I don't have any, you know, passionate takes one way or the other, but um, he's somebody who has been in the NFL. And I think, and he certainly has, well, he doesn't have much. He has more NFL experience as a player than Kellen Moore has. Let's let's go back and talk about the running back position. I think it's kind of fascinating right now. Are you concerned and are the Cowboys concerned about the timeline for Tony Pollard getting 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 well and getting back into football? And where are we on Zeke Elliott? Is he going to take a pay cut? All of a sudden, that thing got real quiet. You know, I think on, on Tony – you have to be concerned. I, I think you, you wouldn't be doing your job if you weren't. And it's really unfortunate for him that, that it's going to affect his earning power 
um, if he does hit the open market. And so, I, I mean, you have to factor that in. And, um, you know, a year ago, I thought it was silly to say things like, oh, if, if Mike McCarthy doesn't reach the NFC title game, you have to move on. And, and I still think it's silly to, to say in those terms, but I, I do think the expectation is, is a little bit different for this season than it was a year ago heading into 2022. Now, okay, Mike, you, you know, first year, shout out Bum Phillips, you knocked on the door, then you banged on it. Now you got to really knock this thing down. Um, and so you like everything you do has to be in line with that goal. And so if Tony Pod is going to miss some time, I mean, that dramatically impacts your ability as an offense. You, you can't hamstring yourself the way that they did last year. And they weren't able to overcome it, but they defied a lot of odds in the process. And so um, if, if the Pollard, you know, I, I trust their medical evaluation. I think that, you know, they've earned that benefit of the doubt on, on that side of things. So if they feel confident in Pollard, then I'll feel confident. But um, that, that is definitely kind of hovering over the conversation. And, and the Zeke thing, um, it's really unfortunate as well that it's become he's trash, he's washed. I mean, like it has become really dramatic. I mean, he, he's he's not the player he once was. I think everybody agrees with that. Um, and I, I think it, it would – I don't want to say it would be symbolic. I think that might be an exaggeration, but it would be a, a notable thing if the Cowboys did move on from him. They are not a team – that moves on from franchise favorites. It, it takes them a lot for that to, to ultimately happen. I would say the last time it really happened was when Jason Witten retired both times. Uh, although, the, you know, it, it took actually Mike McCarthy to not allow him to join their coaching staff or return uh, for that 2020 season when he went to Vegas. And so um, I just, I cannot see a world where he doesn't at least take a pay cut. And it depends, you know, obviously what he feels his value is with other NFL teams, but I can't imagine that anybody is willing to pay him. And I, I say that as somebody who has a, a, a fraction of a fraction of the athleticism that Zeke Elliott has. But uh, based on all of the data, it's, it's really hard to support giving him a lot of money for the type of production he's had. Who is or who should be the biggest free agent target for the Cowboys? I think a lot of people would say Tony Pollard. And, and I mean, we sat here and, and argued why, you know, you should place the franchise tag on him. But for me, it's late Vanderesh. Um, now, you know, it's not necessarily apples to apples. The tag for linebackers is $20 million. Um, and so that's a lot of money. And um, while all that's true, I mean, it, it would not be demoralizing if Leighton Van Der Esch left in free agency, but he probably is the most important player that they have on an expiring deal, uh, just because it isn't that difficult to replace running backs. We've had that conversation a million times. And so um, Leighton Van Der Esch, you know, people forget they, the Cowboys declined his fifth-year option like three days after they drafted Micah Parsons. And ever since then, he, he woke up. He had a really down year in 2020. Uh, obviously, a lot of players did. He you know, had not quite an, a, an impressive sophomore year in 2019. But since the Cowboys drafted Micah Parsons, and obviously he's been a rising tide that lifted all boats, Leighton has played in 30 of 34 games. He's been one of the best defenders on the team. He has refound that 2018 form. And so it depends if you're willing to bet on, on he's this dude, he can stay healthy now, or have these two years been an aberration. But uh, for me, it's Leighton Vanderesh. If the Cowboys can bring him back, I think that's a huge win for the middle of their defense. How about outside the franchise uh, on the open market? What are the Cowboys' biggest need in free agency? And we know that they're not big in free agency, but should they be? And if so, where, where do you go? Well, I mean – I'm a big fan, and, and they are too generally, of not pigeonholing themselves in the NFL draft. And so 
you would argue or you could argue that in free agency they're going to need to address wide receiver. They're going to need to address corner. If Leighton Vander actually is, they're going to need to address linebacker to some degree. And obviously a lot of that depends on, on their own players and who they're able to keep. If they're able to bring Jason Peters back for one more year, whatever. Um, so all things considered, um, you know, I wrote something. I would love to see the Cowboys, you know, target somebody who, who they know can, can play well and somebody who, who I think, you know, they kind of shy away from big names. But Patrick Peterson, obviously coming off two great years with the Minnesota Vikings, he was the oldest starting corner in the NFL last year. But the dude can still play. And there was a reported level of interest between he and the Cowboys entering the 2021 season. There was also a level of interest at the time between he and the Niners as well as the Eagles. Um, I, I think that for me, if, if you do something like that, you really allow yourself the flexibility that you should have entering the draft. Again, we don't want to go into this thing and it's just Trayvon Diggs without a long-term contract and Deron Blaine. That is, you know, that is DEFCON 1 as far as I'm concerned. Um, so Patrick Peterson is kind of my personal favorite target right now. I know a lot of people are going to obsess about Odo Beckham Jr. until he's on a team. And, and if he were a Cowboy, it would bring a, a different level of attention, um, which we saw over the fall, obviously, and winter. But there, there is an argument for that. There is logic for that. I mean, my favorite draft target right now for the Cowboys is Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State. But if you sign Odell, all of a sudden, you don't have to take a receiver in the first round. You know, And so I'm a big fan of things like that. I, I would not be stunned or shocked if they are connected to OBJ. But I would love to see something like Patrick Peterson because to me that would, would suggest a level of – you said it. Like they don't really take free agency seriously. I mean, it's time to adjust. It's time to change. You, you ha- you're closer now. You don't have to go all in, but you got to start pushing more chips in the middle. Cowboys signed a, a kicker to the roster to try to help them move forward at that position. Is this the year that the Cowboys ought to look at maybe in the late rounds – of going and getting a kicker in the draft for the first time in a long time? You know, you would think, um, but I I doubt it. I mean, I doubt they spend a, a draft pick on the position. They they thought they could, you know, people forget that Dan Bailey was an undrafted tradition. They thought they could do that again last year with Jonathan Garibay out of Texas Tech, and, and that kind of blew up in their faces. Um, I wouldn't be stunned to see them sign a priority for agent after the draft. I wouldn't be stunned to see them attack things in actual free agency. Um, I think a name to watch, if, you know, if we're always looking at former McCarthy guys, Mason Crosby is, is the guy the Packers could let go. Um, and so that's an option. I mean, again, you, you're at a point now where you, you kind of can't, you know, you, you, you can't be shopping in the sale bin here. I mean, you're close. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying you got to go down to the Louis Vuitton store or anything like that, but you got to spend <laughs> you know some money and, and you got to, you got to be prepared. I mean, that's that's what it takes. You you have to start taking some of these things seriously. I know I know we roll our eyes. We're like, it's just a kicker. They score points. I mean, how how many players on your team are directly involved with scoring points? It's a handful, and he's one of them. Whoever it winds up being, and so um, I, I my my position is that I would like to see them take it seriously and free agency. I don't want to see them entrust such an important thing to a rookie, whether it's a draft pick or an undrafted free agent. RJ, I just got to know, how's Louis doing? By the way. Uh, you know, I don't. I wouldn't know. That's not my cup of tea. I don't. I don't even go to that section of the mall. Uh, I'm too scared. I'm too nervous. Um, you know, it, uh, just just a few times a year. You know, anniversary, Mother's Day. Uh, those are those are the times of year where, where my wallet, um, you know, lightens up a little bit in that sense. RJ, how does Dak Prescott bounce back from his worst season? I mean, you could argue that statistically, he's 
going to bounce back just because of the, you know, laws of regression of the beat, right? Like it's, it's impossible, right? Like to throw that many interceptions um, again. And so, um, you know, we, we learned in Jurassic Park that life finds a way. And, and so I, I do think that life will kind of find a way in that sense uh, for Dak Prescott in 2023. But it, it is, it is about Dak, but it's also so much about his surrounding talent, his surrounding cast, the Cowboys, Again, I mean, they have to take this seriously. They, you know, just about every decision they made at wide receiver last year blew up in their face. I mean, that, almost nothing that they thought would work at receiver worked. Um, and so you can't be that way. You can't operate that way. I mean, we, we need to see this team really surround him. And, and people will say, like, how much help does he need and whatever. Like, who cares? Like, at this point, you, you, you've learned he's proven that he's a franchise quarterback. You know you're close. You have one of the best defenses in the NFL. You play in the weaker conference. I mean, like all of the arrows are pointing your direction. It's now time to do the work on your own. And so I think we, we all know that Dak Prescott can play elite football. Obviously, there are things he can work on and fix, and they mostly have to do with turning the ball over. But the Cowboys have to give him tools to work with. And so I think that's priority number one. And that's for what it's worth. What CeeDee Lamb said in the lead up to the Super Bowl during his Radio Row interviews, that's what Micah Parsons said, that's what Trayvon Diggs said. Like everyone is some potty go on this situation and this subject that Dak Prescott needs help. All right, uh, I, I just got to know, you're a golf fan. Does, uh, does Tiger win, win one this year? I think he wins something. I mean, and given that he um, he's kind of limiting what he's playing to, you know, the majors, and I know he's teased other things. I wouldn't be shocked if he played, like, the players or, you know, pseudo majors. Um, I mean, I, I'm never, I, I never want to say no. I don't want to be that person. So I'm going to say yes, but, um, I mean, Last Saturday was really telling and really promising. And so um, I, I will say I, I haven't enjoyed a, a non-major tour event as much as I enjoyed last week. And some of it was the, you know, kind of, oh, first weekend away from football stuff. But some of it was th- these elevated events really do feel epic and cool. And so um, if Tiger won one, it, again, it wouldn't feel like a major, but it would be number 83. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think Tiger wins one. If you want other predictions, I think John Rahm wins a major. I think Tony Finau wins a major. I'm, I'm ready to see it. Um, if you guys haven't yet watched Full Swing, it was a lot of fun. I, I, if you can't tell, I've really done full golf since the NFL season. Yeah, you have. And Tony Finau, he can hit it a long, long way. Ask and John Rom. Uh, all right, RJ, what are you working on for blogging the boys? Uh, you know, uh, we started something. I know you guys are really big into Madden. And uh, we started a Madden franchise, which is basically like running a team. So we run the Cowboys. Uh, and we, we started back at the 2022 season, so last year, and we're playing a game every week and just kind of talking throughout it, having fun, kind of a podcast while playing Madden. Um, and so uh, we beat the Bucks last week. We're 1-0, and we're dropping our second video tomorrow. The Bengals are up next. Uh, Micah Parsons doesn't have a sack yet on the season, so uh, there's a lot of drama circulating around our YouTube channel <laughs> right now. We're having a lot of fun with it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's good stuff. RJ, as always, it's a pleasure, man. Thanks. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. You do the same. That's RJ Choi. It is Blog of the Boys. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. We're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Brand Fiat, where you can check out some great vehicles at Alan Samuels. How about the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $2,000 and 1.9% financing for 72 months on second and third row options? Did you know on, on some of those? Third row, second, third row. The, the, the second row has heated seats as well. Uh, we, we're driving one right now, or, or dri- we're driving one earlier this week. 
And I didn't I didn't realize that that uh, that that back seat also has heated seats. It's pretty cool. I mean, they they they've thought about everything when it comes to uh, the award winning Jeep. It is a great vehicle. Uh, they got the uh, 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to 20 uh, with up to uh, 3500 dollars in total values plus an extra 500 for first responders. You could check out all of those great vehicles. Uh, the, the Jeep Grand Cherokee. Uh, beautiful vehicle, third row seating, just unbelievable car. You can check them out right now at Alan Samuels. Ted Teague and his staff waiting to see you. All you got to do is stop by and say, hey, Ted, uh, I want to check out fill in the blank. They've got them right there at Alan Samuels. Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, pre-owned, service department, complete dealership at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84, or check them out online at alansamuelsdcj.com. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Thursday, March 2nd, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and men's basketball coach Scott Drew. That's Thursday, March 2nd from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Jenna's on the phone. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. You're not supposed to have your phone on in here. Thanks. Bye. Yep. See, it's going off. Say hi, Jenna. Hi, everybody. It's Jenna from from, uh, Advanced. Yeah, we're Advanced. Advanced House Leveling. House Leveling. She didn't turn her phone off. She didn't turn her phone off. It's the first time. But you can call us at 254-235-4922 and tell her, turn your phone off next time, Jana. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. That was my echo, echo, echo. <laughs> Let's see how stupid that one sounds. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood. Cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Hi, 
my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. With four players in double figures, the Baylor women stopped their four-game losing streak with a 67-57 win at TCU. Bella Fauntleroy led the way with 14, while Caitlin Bickle and Jamie Asbury each added 12. Former Baylor assistant and now MCC women's basketball head coach Bill Brock returned to the court that bears his name and came away with a win as the High Lassies won at Grayson 81-56. The High Lassies are now 12-2 in conference action with just two games left of the regular season. The McLennan Highlanders, meanwhile, pulled off a 64-55 win at Grayson to move their league record to 10-2. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. Did you know that on this day in 1945 at Iwo Jima, there's that iconic picture taken of the U.S. Marines raising the flag. Mm-hmm. Picture taken by Joe Rosenthal came in. Iconic, inspiring Marine Corps War Memorial sculpture was taken on this day at Iwo Jima during World War II. And also, that, that is a cool. I mean, oh, yeah. it really is a, a cool pick. It's like one of the most iconic that you think of the U.S. Mm-hmm. military. And another thing I think of when I see that picture, have you heard that Johnny Cash song, Ira Hayes, The Bout of Ira Hayes? I have not. Have you, Ward? Yes. I, I think about that song as well because he sings about one of the soldiers that raised the flag. Mm. So that, that was cool thing happened on this day in 1945. Also on this day in 1985, Indiana basketball coach Bobby Knight threw his chair across the court after receiving a technical during a basketball game. Technical against the bench and against Bob Knight. Steve Reed, an excellent free throw shooter, will have the honor of shooting the technicals. Looky here, looky here. Bobby Knight just threw his chair clear across the free throw lane. And I think uh, Fred Unbelievable. Jackson. He picked up another tee. And Bob Knight is gone. Why are we laughing? Oh, that's great. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're just laughing. Oh, Absolute my. greatness. You remember that? Absolutely. Oh, good gracious. <laughs> he let that chair fly now. <laughs> he threw it all the way across the court. He did. He was, he was interviewed after it. He gave a smart Alec answer. He said, um, Imagine that. <laughs> he, he said that he threw it because he saw an old lady that was standing up and she needed a chair. <laughs> so that that happened on this day in 1985. Love that. And also, on this day in 1951, Ed Too Tall Jones was born. Really? Turns 72, turns 72 today. Wow. Born in Jackson, Tennessee. Three time All Pro, Super Bowl 12 champion, and also. He was a professional boxer. He went six and zero 
as a heavyweight boxer, including a five knockout victories. Yeah, he's he, in the middle of his NFL career. He, he stepped was a away. Real good boxer. Yeah, and he stepped away to box. Yeah. Uh, now he was East Tennessee State. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So happy birthday to Ed Tuttle Jones. And then also on this day in 1968, Wilt Chamberlain became the first player in NBA history to score 25,000 career points. He also went on to become the first player uh, to score 30,000 points, one of only seven players in NBA history to do so. Can you guys name any of the other six? No. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is not there, but he's close. All right. No, I can't. LeBron James, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Carl uh, Malone, Kobe Bryant, uh, and Dirk Nowitzki. Wow, really? So, yes. Well, actually, I, I'm sorry. I misspoke. Yes, Michael Jordan is up there. I apologize. But, yes, that is the seven players, including Wilt Chamberlain, to score 30,000 career points in the NBA. So, there you go. Good stuff. All right. Uh, it is uh, 7.59. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, and John Morris, the voice of the Bears, with today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Nobody needs to ever check a Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, the losing skid comes to an end. The Baylor women win on the road in Fort Worth over TCU. We'll give you details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Kickoff 2023 with a bang at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $2,000 and 1.9% for 72 months on second and third row options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Or how about the 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $3,500 in total values plus an extra $500 to first responders at Allen Samuels in Waco. Baylor Bear Basketball, here on the flagship station for Baylor men's and women's basketball. ESPN Central Texas. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball snapped out of a four-game losing skid last night in a big way with a 67-57 win over TCU in Fort Worth. It was the 35th consecutive win in the series for the Bears over the Horn Frogs. Baylor had five players in double-figure scoring. After the game, head coach Nikki Cullen visiting with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm. Coach, we, we knew coming into TCU that they came off of a win against K-State, against K-State and we knew we were going to get their best shot, which most teams do, they usually get their best shot. But just talk about the importance of us coming in and securing this win heading into Saturday's game. <laughs> I mean, I mean just, I think for morale, you know, I, I thought we got good minutes from Cat, which was good. You know, Jana's been sick. 
Sarah's been sick. They haven't practiced for two days. Like, we had to survive this game. You know, I just, so everybody knows, you know, Sarah was not in trouble. We didn't, we just, she hasn't been at practice for two days. And when you put game prep in and, you know, they didn't get here until today, um, you know, that, that was why. And she still had to play, you know, probably more minutes than, than I wanted to have to play her. Uh, you know, and some of that was foul trouble. We could have stayed big if we didn't have foul trouble with Caitlin. Um, and so, you know, I just, I think every win matters in this league. Every win matters for seeding. Every win matters for NCAA tournament implications. Every win matters. Um, you know, we had a great contingent of Baylor people up here and super grateful um, for all of them um, coming out on Wednesday night to, to cheer us on. Like, we felt it, you know. So just really appreciate that. Baylor women's coach Nikki Collin following last night's 67-57 win by the Baylor women at Schollmeyer Arena in Fort Worth. Next up, the Baylor women home hosting Texas Tech Saturday at 5 in the Farrell Center. Part of a men's-women's doubleheader on Saturday. The men taking on Texas at 1 p.m. Saturday. A ticket to the men's game gets you a free ticket to the women's game on Saturday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back in. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. Hour two of the program. And Ward, we were, uh, we were just thinking about and talking about the uh, the Bears and the TCU basketball series, women's basketball series. That is the 35th consecutive win for, for Baylor. And our, uh, our, our, our colleague here, Ryan, in 1989, you were held? Negative 11. <laughs> 11 years before this guy was born was the last time that TCU beat Baylor. In basket women's basketball, wow! <laughs> it just it just uh, tickles me. <laughs> uh, you're you're shaking your head. Why? <laughs> I just I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> Holy! It, it is. Does that mean it's <laughs> that we got a young guy here, or does that mean it's been a long time since they won a game? <laughs> or or it's been both. a long time since they won a game and. Damn, I'm old. <laughs> Y'all aren't old. I'm just young. Uh, no, we're old. No, I mean, let's, you you call it like it is. Uh, anyway, all right. I just thought that was uh, that was good stuff. Uh, from our CNC collision, you know, we were talking earlier. You, you mentioned that the, the Taps basketball tournament is in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got high school baseball and softball tournaments going on. I, a quick note on the CNC collision center text line. China Spring Baseball's tournament is going on this weekend. It's the Tom Oliver tournament, and China Spring will play today twice. They got uh, the Gladiators. I, I beg your pardon. They got the uh, Zebras of Grandview at noon, and then they play Brock at 5. So uh, good luck to uh, to Corey Beckham's club uh, over at China Spring. And uh, the Waco ISD tournament is going on today. Uh, in fact, it, it starts, I think, at nine o'clock this morning. So in about an hour, they'll have they'll have game. In fact, I know Robinson's playing at nine o'clock this morning. So, you know, off and running at uh, with the Waco ISD tournament. So Waco ISD's busy hosting uh, Taps basketball, and they uh, they've got the, the their baseball tournament going on. So a lot of stuff going on there. 
All right, and if uh, you got something on your mind you want to talk to us about or maybe you want to pass along a, an event, uh, we'd love to hear from you on our CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. All right, uh, we were talking uh, in our last hour about the uh, the television ratings for the first weekend of the XFL. How long do we give the league to, to kind of establish itself and, and – Kind of get into that that flow and that rhythm before you start really taking a good long, good hard look at the at the at the numbers to kind of see. Okay, this league is going to do this. I mean, you you can't do it in one week. That's not a sample size. No, and I personally don't care about the ratings. I just want to keep seeing good football. If they keep keep putting good football out there, I'm fine with it. Right, but would you agree that if they don't have success in television dollars and they don't have success in this in the in in attendance? that the league's going to be in trouble. I don't think that they're shooting for big success or they wouldn't have it in February. I think they're shooting for, hey, we've got a gap to fill here. Let's fill it with football because football's going to get eyeballs. You really don't believe it's about money? Uh, I don't. I mean, I think a lot of the money is driven by The Rock. I mean, he's he's bought this thing, and he's he's kind of foot the bill for this thing. He has. So... But you don't think that he wants a return on his, his investment? I think he does, yeah. But I also think, again, it's not going to predicate like the NFL, NBA, and Major League Baseball is on only viewership and dollars. I think it's a bigger deal that the NBA All-Star game was down 29% from last year than it was at any other ratings on the XFL. I, I'm not going to argue that point. I, I am going to say that I believe that they've got to have ratings and revenue in order to to sustain well, this anything, league. Anything does, but I don't think that the pure survival of this league has got to have astronomical numbers. I think it's a stopgap fill, or they wouldn't have played it where they put it. Could they have put it here because this was the window that really doesn't have a lot of stuff? That's what I just said. Okay, with with that in mind, doesn't ESPN need to have eyeballs and ABC need to have eyeballs in order for this for them to go out and sell it? Okay, any eyeballs to me is better than no eyeballs right now in this window. Okay, I, I'm just I'm trying to figure out what does what does this league need to do to quote be successful and and sustain itself. I. I it's going to have to sell tickets, and it's going to have to have some viewership. We said that at the first segment, but I don't think it has to be huge numbers or they're going to cut the cord. I don't. I just don't think so. I think if they get some, they'll go, okay, we're, we're okay. But if viewership goes down and nobody's watching, yeah, it'll, they'll say, this ain't worth it. We'll put on the X games or whatever we had to put on to try to get some eyeballs. And again, I thought, you know, and I said this last week, I thought it was really, really creative how ESPN maneuvered the, the package and placed those games, not only in a, in the calendar time where there's a, a, a gap, but also in the time slots in which it, it would, it would have an opportunity to draw viewers. And I still think that. Even though they drew only an average of 1.19, I still think where they placed the games, uh, they didn't play all 
all the games at one time. You know, it wasn't like noon and three like you get, you know, a lot of time. It, it was, hey, we're going to play a game at six on Friday night. We're going to play a game at, you know, one o'clock on Saturday afternoon. There were different places in, 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 the, in the broadcast window over the weekend that they placed games, and you had an opportunity, if you wanted to, to watch every single football game. Well, you could. They had one in afternoon and one in primetime, both Saturday and Sunday. And so, and they'll have it throughout. Well, there's one tonight. The playoffs. There's one tonight. Right. There's an exit. What? T- who's who's at St. Louis tonight? I think St. Louis at Seattle. So they're going to give you a Thursday night window this week. Mm-hmm. So they're going to place those games where it gives you an opportunity to watch. Uh, I'm just I'm just curious, and I don't know because I don't know that Rock's ever publicly said, "Hey, you know, this is what we deem to be successful. This is what we got to do to to quote be successful." And right now, I think this is a toy for him. Okay, I, I, I it, maybe it is. Maybe this is. Hey, this is this is what I want to do on my in, during my off time when I'm not making movies about race cars or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> flying through the air. <laughs> you ever seen those plane? Uh, those uh, those uh, I said planes. Those cars in those movies. Yeah, they're like. I mean, they'll go three miles through the air. I don't know how they do that. I was never it's really amazing. Been. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What's the what's Fast the, and Fast and Furious? Fast, yeah, I think the next one coming up is what 31 Fast and Furious <laughs> something 31 like something that. like that. I was I I was never into those. Nor me neither. No. You? Yeah. You like Fast and Furious? Mm-hmm. Good franchise. All right. Okay. You and my wife can hang out and watch them. And I'm like, how did you? She does. She loves them. And I'm like, I'm going in another room. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna Read a book or, you know, read a book. <laughs> sure you are. <laughs> a how-to book. <laughs> but, but seriously, uh, I, I'm just – what I don't want to see is this thing not – that it doesn't get a chance to, to get wheels. And, and, you know, you've seen a lot of things like that come I, and go. I don't think there's a whole longevity in the XFL. I like it. I, I'll watch football as long as football's on. But that's me. But at one point, was th- this was the league once upon a time. Maybe maybe not even now, the last one. Was this the one that was real gimmicky? Well, yeah. It's where the XFL started out of the WWE, and they tried to bring the WWE down on grass, and it was it, – it did not work. It, it failed miserably. But there were some things that the NFL took out of the original XFL – like the spider cams mm-hmm. and the cams on the field that you see the guys going up through the huddle and and getting those good those good camera views those started in the XFL that's where that absolutely started so the NFL robbed some things from the production standpoint of the original XFL mm-hmm. and that's what the original XFL was all about was production it was flamboyant, and they tried to – I mean, they were the league that had the nicknames on mm-hmm. the back of the jerseys and and did all the presentations throughout the broadcast. And it, it didn't work for me. It took away a little bit of the game. But the presentation that they used was so good – that the NFL execs and Jerry Jones was one of the leaders in this said, Hey, we need that in the NFL. And they went and robbed it. And that's why you see the presentation of the NFL where it is today. 
Yeah, I mean, there's even on a regional telecast, there's, there's so many more cameras today than there than there was just five or six years ago. I well, mean, and that's partly because of technology. But the yeah. the just the 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 ability to use what they used in the NFL that mm-hmm. that's again that spider cam and the the walking cam and the steady cam they didn't have that in the NFL before and then they saw this and went oh wow let's let's use that to me this league now is more about competitive games for the entire Football game, and that's why you see the rules the way you you see them designed with the three point play potentially. Well, they're and- making a push to be relevant and and get people to want to watch, or they wouldn't have the coaching staffs that they have. Right, they wouldn't have the ex NFL players that they have in the league. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, and they wouldn't want you. I I still think that they don't want you turning the game off in the fourth quarter because it's a blowout. I mean. They, they, they're they're providing you a way to hang in there because there's always a chance with the way that the rules are designed. Just ask, again, we've talked about it several times, that St. Louis game. I think that I think that is, I mean, that may serve them as, as well as anything because immediately their rule, and I, wa- I don't want to say different rules because it, for the XFL it's not different, it's their rules. But their rules are different than everybody else's rules, and their rules – gave that team a chance to still be in the football game with a minute and a half to go, and they won. And I think I think that may be as, as big a deal for them as anything. Hey, look, a uh, minute and a half to go in the game, and they did this, that, that you know, they took advantage of the three-point play. They took advantage of the, the fourth and 15 play instead of the onside kick. I mean, all those things. Now, it doesn't hurt that they went down and executed as well, you know, scoring touchdowns, but – Anyway, uh, we'll we'll see. Again, there's like what we said the average, the average telecast drew 1.19 million, and uh, when you look at 1.19 million, uh, and it's it just on the surface, uh, it it just that wasn't that wasn't. It, it, let's just be honest, that wasn't a home run by any stretch of the imagination when you compare it to other sporting events that were going on this weekend. More, you know. The Daytona 500, uh, the golf tournament. Well, nothing's going to outdraw the Daytona 500. Oh, did you watch it? I'm, I'm telling you, it had bigger numbers than anything over the well, weekend. It, it had big numbers. I, I get that, but uh, I was just looking at those numbers, and, and you know, and again, I don't know that it, it just the other the other the Daytona 500 drew 8.17 million. The NBA All Star Game, as you mentioned. Four and a half million, and it was down. Uh, the final round of the PGA Tour uh, drew three, almost three and a half million. Uh, it, it just, and then, then the average game in the XFL was, uh, you know, one point one nine. So, and I don't know. And you know, what does ESPN think that they got to have? What does you know what what does the league feel like they got to have? What do they what 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 does the attendance need to look like? Does it need to be fifteen thousand in the stadium? Who knows? But well, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. But again, you no, know, it's like we were talking about earlier. Pump the brake. That was week one. Let's see. Let's see if this thing can 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 catch on and, well, and see I, where it goes. And I I don't expect that they're expecting too high a numbers going into March anyway. Why? Uh, because well, March someone, Madness is yeah. fixing to take over. 
Yeah, I yeah, mean, it is. And it will take over everything. Yeah. <laughs> you, you think you're going to fight against that? Yeah. Good point. You, you're nuts. And there's, you'll get that from CBS and TNT and, and TBS and all of those guys because they're all owned by the same people. And they, they will uh, – they will give they will you own the market. They will give you some basketball uh, from Thursday through through Sunday for the next month. Thursday should be a national holiday. It should. All right, uh, eight nineteen. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us, and uh, we will uh, we'll continue with more of the program in just a moment. Recently on Game Time, let's welcome into the program the uh, head coach of the Arlington Renegades, Coach Bob Stoops. You don't realize it, and uh, after a few plays, when I realized after the game, I'm like, oh, geez, I hope I hope they have a delay on that switch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'm trying, you try not to, but occasionally something happens, and it's just, that's just your first reaction. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. 24-month lease with 5200 down for qualified buyers only. Lease and price in stock, number 21047. 2.9% financing for qualified buyers only. See dealer for details. Dozens of 2023 Buick Envisions are on the lot and priced to move at Richard Carr Buick. Envision is a luxury SUV without the luxury price. Experience the quiet escape of a Buick Envision with a test drive today. Lease payments start at $269 a month or save $3,000 on purchase. Log on now or get here now and take home a new 2023 Buick Envision today from Richard Carr. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead is locally owned and operated. With the best taste in old-fashioned burgers on a toasted bun, your taste buds will not go unsatisfied. Don't forget about their delicious chili dog or their tater tots with melted cheese. Christie's has that hometown feeling and friendly service that warms your hearts and not just your tummies. Open Monday through Saturday at 1045 a.m. Call in your order for pickup or dine in. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead. Stop by and get your burger today. Welcome back to The Naked Truck. It's time to answer more listener questions. Today's note comes from Josh, and Josh writes, Dear Pickup Outfitters, can you please help me with my wife? 
I bought a new truck, which I love, and I love to show it off on Saturdays when we take the kids to the soccer games. But here's the problem. My wife keeps nagging me to put a cover on that truck bed. She calls it naked, accuses me of embarrassing her in front of all the children and other moms. But I don't want to cut into my hunting budget and spend too much on a bed cover. What can I do? Dear Josh, we have your solution. Pickup Outfitters has slashed prices on bed covers. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to $500 or 20% off. And it will keep your hunting gear safe and secure. Next trip to the soccer fields, take a detour down Lake Erie Drive and pull into Pickup Outfitters. Check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. A23, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Talking some high school baseball, softball, talking high school basketball playoffs, talking XFL. We, we've covered the ga- gamut this morning didn't laugh you didn't i'm not laughing i'm not even you want to you're not even smiling i'm not smiling either what's the matter my car is broken your car is broken Mm. can you can you have (laughs) your car fixed so it doesn't well so it's not broken anymore if there's any mechanics out there that can help me i'd be completely happy well we took it to a place and Everyone's so busy, they can't even look at it till next week. Wow. Yeah. So, I don't know. I might need to be, I might be riding a camel around town. No, because you won't That'd call That'd be them. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it? You'd be the only sales rep to go call on a customer. Maybe I could sell something. Hey, yo, look at my camel. I don't know. <laughs> I thought, well, maybe I could just Uber back and forth, but then that gets expensive. And it's crazy. You can't even find a rental car right now in this town. I don't know what's happening. Is there like a big holiday this week? No, I don't know. I rental cars are hard to find. Anywhere. Over the last little bit, they've been hard to come by. Yeah, so I for don't know. Whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe I can get one of y'all to drive me to my sales calls. <laughs> sure. sure. We'll do that. Okay. But on an uplifting note, remember when you were a kid and you were on the playground? Nope. You don't remember? Award that's too long ago. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyways, you know you all would play games. Remember Foursquare? Sure. You know you four people in the uh-huh. squares. You had it. Well, guess what they no, have? No way. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yes, they no, do. No, they didn't. They have the Four Square World Championship every year in Brigton, Maine, and it's every February, um, February March. They did not have it in 2022 because I guess COVID was really bad up there. But they're having one again this year. But they've been going on. So COVID was bad last year? In Maine. In Maine? I I guess it took a while to get up there. I don't know. (laughs) 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 It's not a laughing matter, but it took a while to get up there. What to do? Hitchhike? I I mean, I don't know. I mean, they're up where it's colder. And so, you know, COVID was probably a little stronger down here, like in 2021. And then 22 comes around and it just finally made it up there. There you go. Dr. Stephanie diagnosing water. (laughs) (laughs) But get this. 
it is so competitive. Yeah. That they bring, they have teams coming over from Canada, which makes sense because it's right there. You know, they touch Canada and Maine. And then don't even look like that, Tom. You're about to start laughing. They have they have teams from Israel, Bermuda. Do they touch? No, not at all. I think Bermuda's down like in the ocean far. Well, like, I could tell you why the they Caribbean. have four square there. Because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, they have on their town's webpage, help bring broadband to Brington. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, um, so, I mean, what else you got to do? Well, according to Vice President Harris, she's working on making sure everybody has broadband. So there you go. There you go. Wow. So anyway, that's was what it they Al do. Gore that invented the internet? Is that right? Who? Al Gore. Who's it- he? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> he was the vice president. I don't know if he did or not. I thought. Yeah, he invented the internet. I thought Bill Gates did. No, it's Al Gore. Just ask him. I don't know him. I'm not, I'm not sure of that. So, but anyways, back to Foursquare. So they have these list of rules. Now, when you used to play it on the playground, right, y'all just kind of made up your own rules. At least I did. Um, I, I never played it. Sorry. You never played it? Oh, come on. No, really? Never heard of it. You have never heard of Foursquare? Or no. Two Square? No. I, you know, I was well-rounded. I didn't know anything about squares. <laughs> oh, God. To get it well-rounded. Got yeah. it. Yeah. I'm a little sharper this morning than I was yesterday. Well, here's well, a funny. Really hard. Ha <laughs> ha. Here's the funny thing is that, which I don't remember this, is that when you serve, everybody has to serve or hit the ball underhanded. So I guess there's no spiking. Mm-hmm. If you know, and then if uh, you don't like a call, whoever's serving makes a decision if the call was, you know, like is the ball in, is the ball out, and if nobody can agree, then you have to play. This this is a rule in the rules. If nobody can agree to the decision making. By the server, you know, if the ball was in or out, then you have to play rock, paper, scissors to see if you can overrule it. It's, it's, what a rule. Oh, it is funny, right? So it's a big thing out there. Look <laughs> at it. It is. Up in Maine, it's huge. In Canada. Um, Remind me not to go there. You should check it out, Ward. I think you'd, you're kind of competitive. I think you'd like it. My dad went bear hunting up there one time. In Maine? In Maine. Wow, all the way up there. Can't you just go like in Did the woods play of Texas? they square with the bear? Smokey <laughs> <laughs> so. the bear. So, I mean, it's kind of cool. We could get a team together. You know, I think it's cool. But anyways, they have the world championship. It's a thing, and they practice. They have associations. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> it, it, it is. But, yeah, we could do it. And I just can't believe that you, Ward, don't even know what that is. I've never played it. You didn't play it. it as like a third grader, fourth grader? Never what were you playing? It. Kickball, dodgeball? We played dodgeball a lot, yeah. Played kickball. Oh, four square was a good deal. Yeah, because you didn't yeah, get so cool. hard. If you played dodgeball, I mean, I was always getting hit in the head, so. Well, there you go. <laughs> now it's starting to come clear, isn't it? <laughs> so I would revert to, you know, four square. It's like almost can be like hopscotch. Hey, I got to see if they have something on a hopscotch out there. I bet they do. Probably. I'll go find it. Federation uh, of Hopscotch? They probably do. I, I really probably like Thailand or something. I, that, that just, it really does astound me that you, I mean, because that was, that, that really uh, is a thing. 
you couldn't wait to get to recess or gym to play Foursquare. And to figure out who was on whose team. And mm-hmm. I was always on the favorite team. We never played it. That's so wild. Wow. You're missing out. It was good, good times. I think I'm okay. Good times. You think you're okay. <laughs> good times. <sighs> but there you go. All right. Thanks, Steph. Thank you. Corey, Y'all by the way, Corey, Steph. Corey, Corey, by the way, says um, uh, you and Ward can carpool. Morning carpool. <laughs> there you go. He gets up before I do. We all do. <laughs> That's not true. Half the half the world does. Uh, I'll go find me a camel. All right. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Somebody bring one up here. That would be good. <laughs> that would be good. You don't have to outrun the bear. You just have to knock it out of the square. <laughs> oh, That's grumpy. Speaking of bear, yeah. when does that movie come out? Oh, the oh, uh, cocaine bear. I thought it was already out. Is it out? I don't know. I've got to go it. see that. that Me too. Silly. I've have been dying to see it. Have you seen the previews for I this? Have Tom? I have not. I have not. You won't like it. You'll be like, this is the stupidest thing ever. What and is it's, it? It's about a bear who, like, eats some cocaine. They they it's based, it's based on a true story. story. It's a true story. Yeah, a true so, story. Yes, it really happened. Some smugglers dropped a load of cocaine from a plane in a national forest. And a bear found it and ate it and went on a rampage. Well, yeah. <laughs> the, movie, the movie comes out tomorrow. It does tomorrow. look kind of funny. Yes. Let's go. Let's go it see does. it. It was Ray Liotta's last movie. So, really? Yeah. Did he die? Is he dead? Yes. Or he retired? I didn't know that. No, he, no, he didn't retire. He, he passed? Oh, he retired all right, but oh, stop it. <laughs> Gosh, where, when did this happen? A while back? Back in the fall. Oh, yeah. man, I got to catch up on my Hollywood news. Well, right. now that you don't have a car, you can sit around and read your Hollywood news. I still have to sell something to Oh, you. okay. Goodbye. All right. Hey, uh, we're up against the clock. It's 833. Don't forget the Rangers do play their first preseason game tomorrow versus the Royals. And Houston's first preseason game is Saturday. Exhibition game, rather. Not preseason. Sorry. That's football news. All right. Uh, 833. This is game time. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back home in the Farrell Center Saturday hosting the Texas Longhorns. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. 
The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my good feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. Eight thirty-six game time here on ESPN Central Texas Thursday with Tom Ward and Rhymeway. Again, it is a busy day. A lot of things going on in the world of sports. We welcome in the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald, Bryce Jerry. Bryce, good morning. Let's begin with the uh, the Baylor women last night. Uh, that was a much needed, and as we said on the program yesterday, it was just simply a must win. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if you if you would have lost to last place TCU for the first time since 1990. I think, you know, Nikki Collin might have lost the team. and uh, But, you know, that didn't happen. Um, you know, it wasn't the prettiest of games, but Baylor did what it had to do to, to win the game. And um, I thought defensively after the first quarter, uh, Baylor was, was on point. Um, you know, but uh, TCU shot like 60% in the first quarter. Um, and, you know, there were some breakdowns, but um, over time uh, they got better and they got more aggressive and uh, played with more energy and, and it showed. Um, and offensively, they also kind of, you know, picked it up as the game progressed because they came out shooting, you know, not very well either. Um, you still end up only shooting like 42% or something for the game, but, uh, but they held TCU to like 35%. So, you know, that's how you win an ugly game. You mentioned the aggression. The aggression also kind of worked against them in, in some cases. They got in foul trouble early in the game. Kind of, I think it may have even taken them a little bit out of their plan uh, in the game. And I don't like to comment on officiating a lot, but I do think that that game last night could have been uh, sponsored by Tic Tac. Uh, because all the fouls were tiki-tac. Uh, they were calling it really, really tight. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was just whistle, whistle, whistle. And it was like, come on. I mean, that 
uh, games like that, you know, it's not as fun for the fans because, um, you know, there's just no flow. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I do feel like a little at it, a little of that is on the officials, but, um, but you're right. I mean, uh, it was, it was a physical game and, um, the thing that I was really interested to see, um, it happened because Sarah Andrews had a stomach virus apparently, and she spent the last 48 hours, you know, not with the team. Um, and, you know, they were going over things in the scouting report to, you know, to attack TCU. So, um, you know, Nikki Collins decided to bring her off the bench, but in doing so, she started Bella Fontelroy, Dariana Littlepage Bugs, and Caitlin Bickle together in the front court. And that was a lineup that um, I sort of asked for on Twitter, the, you know, the last game because the guards were struggling so much that, you know, I wanted to see kind of a, maybe a more traditional lineup and the way the front court was playing. I thought, you know, why not? Why not give it a shot? Uh, and it was interesting to see it, you know, out there on the court uh, for the first time all season. I mean, um, I thought it was certainly not ineffective. Now, um, Sarah Andrews is a player I do think you want on the court. And um, in time, you know, TCU started pressing and it made a lot of sense for Baylor to have three guards on the court. So, um, you know, they kind of use their traditional lineup plenty, but, um, but I do feel like that's a lineup Nikki Collins can probably roll out more often. How important is it that they carry that into the Ferrell Center on Saturday and try to get a little bit of momentum going into the tournament? Absolutely. I think it's, it's you know, vital. Um, they, you know, we I went up to Fort Worth last night uh, with Rod Adelot and Jerry Hill. We were riding together, and uh, Jerry and I were – agreed that i mean even as badly as they had played of re of of late that we felt like they could win three of the last four um and it you know some of that is the schedule but they have tech at home you know coming up this saturday they have uh at texas next monday and then uh you know close with west virginia at home um Obviously, West Virginia beat them up there, but I do feel like um, they're a much different team outside of Morgantown. Uh, you know, you beat Tech out in Lubbock um, before, and then the Texas game is the one I think would be hard to win. Um, but, you know, who knows? I mean, uh, you know, maybe you get a little, mo little momentum. But if you can close by winning three of your last four, I mean, that's decent. Where do you see this team in the NCAA tournament? Uh, are, are they a four, a five, a six? I mean, you, you, do you kind of get a feel for where they might be right now? I, I think they feel about like a six to me, uh, seeding-wise. And then I think their peak right now is Sweet 16. Um, that's, that's their absolute peak. Um uh, you know, this is not a team that's going to make an elite eight or a final four. I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. And I don't think that's any shock to anyone that's seen this team. Uh, there's, there's not really a superstar on this team. I mean, um, and you know, it'll be interesting to see what Nikki Collin brings in recruiting the next couple of years. Uh, they do have a big girl coming in next, next season, you know, I think six, six, 
uh, you know, that'll help because they don't really have any any shot blocking on this team right now. Um, so, yeah, you know, I mean, and obviously, uh, again, we've, we've ha- rehashed it and rehashed it. You know, she had some players that she thought she was going to have that she hasn't had. And so they've had to adjust and, you know, this is what you have. And, uh, but, you know, if you were able to, to squeak out a sweet 16 team, uh, birth with this team, I think that's, you know, uh, a feather in your cap, honestly, that's pretty, pretty good. High school basketball in full swing guys hit the court this week with the by district championships and girls heading to regionals this week. And there's a chance a couple of local teams in the same district may find each other in a region championship. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, uh, historic for the Conley Lady Cadets to go to the regional tournament. Uh, as far as anybody could tell around there, it was the first time. Um, I, you know, I've been at the Trib 25 years, and uh, I they haven't been there in my time. So um, they've had some good seasons. But, yeah, this is, you know, it's been a great one. And I think, uh, you know, in a much different kind of way, obviously, than La Vega, their district rival. I mean, they're much more the upstart, the surprise team. Uh, you know, not that they haven't been good all year, but uh, but certainly La Vega is the team that we kind of circled, uh, you know, at the start of the year along with Fairfield as the teams to watch, and, and those teams have lived up to that billing. I mean, Fairfield's a team that obviously is going for – three titles in the last four seasons and they have, you know, some of the best players in the uh, state, you know, division one type talent. I mean, McKenna Brackens is going to UNLV. Her cousin Shadeza Brackens is going to North Texas, you know, to have two D one talent, you know, type girls on a three, a team is pretty incredible. And then La Vega, you know, these girls have been on varsity since they were freshmen. Um, and, uh, you know, they're juniors now, most of them. And, you know, they, this is the year that I think Marcus Willis kind of uh, said, yeah, this is, this will be our year. Obviously um, before you could ever even have a La Vega Conley matchup, La Vega has to get past its nemesis. And that is Harden Jefferson. That's the team that has put them out the last two seasons. Um, and I think they're going to be out for blood, uh, but, you know, it's going to be a tough game. I mean, Harden-Jefferson, you know, has been there and done that, and, uh, you know, that matters. And then I would be remiss if we didn't mention the Aquila Lady Cougars also going to the regional tournament, uh, you know, which is which is awesome. I mean, they're playing down in Austin. Uh, they've played really, really well, um, and they're giving up, like, something like 25 points per game on the season. So that, I guess they really get after it defensively. I haven't seen him play, but, um, you know, good for Aquila. Absolutely. Hey, Bryce, uh, what do you guys uh, got going on this weekend? I know it's busy, but what, what do you got going on as far as the uh, as the trip is concerned? Oh, lots of things. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, you know, we're all we're basically in the march. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be covering a lot of high school basketball and Baylor basketball. Uh, the Big 12 track meet uh, for indoor season starts tomorrow in Lubbock. I'll have a preview of that. Uh, we'll have an MCC notebook from Brian Coates talking about the Highlanders and all they're doing. Um, so, yeah, there's plenty of sports happening. Bryce, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate it.
Yep, thanks, guys. Have a great day. Bryce Sherry from the Waco Trib, and it is a busy weekend. All right, 846, we will talk to Coach Willis from LaVega. We'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. This is ESPN Central Texas. American Bank has been serving Waco since 1952 and we're just getting started. Hi, I'm President and CEO Dana Hassel. Over the past few years, we've been busy investing in new technology to give you the best banking experience possible. We've also expanded our downtown branch and built two state-of-the-art buildings at our Woodway and Bellmead locations. With bright open lobbies plus fast personal interactive teller machines, everyone in Waco is now just minutes away from face-to-face banking. Visit us today and see how we're invested in serving you at American Bank. Member FDIC. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Keep up with La Vega Lady Pirates basketball on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to game time here on this Thursday morning. Ward White's Tom Barfield, Ryan Fox along with you. Joining us now, head coach of the La Vega Lady Pirates, Marcus Willis. Coach, good morning. How are we? Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for asking. We're doing great. How are y'all doing? Absolutely wonderful. And got some basketball on the horizon coming up tomorrow night, making that trip back to Bryan. Now, you didn't get to play in the gym that you're going to play in for the region tournament because of unforeseen circumstances, but just getting that, that trip on the bus, getting on the yellow dog and that, that familiarity, does that help your team kind of stay focused and stay calm going in to tomorrow night Uh, against a good team in Harden Jefferson? I think, I think we're focused regardless. Um, I mean, we, we kind of expect it, you know, to be where we are right now. We expected to see Harden Jefferson in the fourth round. Uh, so everything is going up to our plans. So it's now it's our job to take care of business tomorrow. Coach, do you do you prep differently knowing that you've got uh, 
back-to-back games. You probably haven't done that since tournament season early in the year. So do you prep your, your club a little differently as you go into this weekend? Uh, I mean, not really. Um, I mean, we took a little light today. Um, we came in. Matter of fact, I got my girls with me right now. They're listening to us right now. So we just got got done with practice. We watched a little film. So we took a little light today, knowing we got, you know, potential back-to-back games on Friday and Saturday. But the plan of La Vega basketball still stays the same. Coach, how important is it that you're able to utilize your bench? We talk about it all the time of being able to to have that bench, keep fresh legs on the floor, and keep the, the pressure on the other team with the opportunity to play Friday and Saturday, does that elevate itself a little bit? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's important for our girls to understand that everybody matters, um, which is what, which is what a lot of reasons why we're so successful because we're so deep. Uh, to be able to make a state championship run, to be able to play 40-plus games, you have to have depth. And uh, we do a good job of that. So everybody's locked in. Everybody's ready to go. It's important to understand that we have to play our role tomorrow night. Um, it's important that we have to continue to play our role for the rest of the season to get to where we need to be. You mentioned tomorrow night, uh, and you you've talked about Harden Jefferson. What what is the scouting report on this year's Harden Jefferson team? Uh, I mean, pretty much the same. You know, with, with, with the exception of Ashley. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, Kendall Snead. You know, she's she's tough. Uh, one of the best PGs in the state. Uh, Molly, uh, number fifteen. She's she's a solid big. You know, and they got two solid guards with number thirteen and twenty one. Um, so you know, we're familiar with all four of them. You know, we've seen them the last two years. Um, and so the, the scouting the scouting report pretty much stays the same. Uh, we won't tell you too much about secrets because we don't know who's listening. Just to know that the Vega girls is going to show up tomorrow, I promise you that. Coach, how important is it, no matter who the opponent is, and we know who the opponent is tomorrow night, but you don't know the rest of the way, who it might be. Could be one of two teams all the way through. How right. important is it that your team – is your team worry about your color jersey don't worry about the other bench don't worry about anything else stay within yourself and play your game we've been talking about this since day one um you know playing la vega basketball we don't get beside ourselves we don't really focus a lot on what other people do we just want to make sure that we do what we do um it's very hard to stop what we do so if we if we stay consistent we stay locked in and we execute the game plan um it, it, we make it tougher teams so we, we've been talking about this since day one you know, execution of La Vega girls basketball. We do that would be fine. I know you guys are taking it one game at a time, and I get that. But it is kind of cool to think that we're at the regional tournament level and two teams that are three, four miles down the road from each other could could face off for the regional championship uh, on Saturday. You know, we, 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 we don't talk about that much. It is also good for District uh, 23-4 to represent, you know, with two teams in the regional tournament. So that's a plus. That's good for the district. You know, that's good for us. Uh, but like you said, we don't care who's in front of our way. Whoever it is, we plan to knock down the door this year. Coach, defensively, you you spend a lot of time putting the pressure on the other team. Game plan doesn't change no matter who the opponent is, does it? Doesn't. Doesn't at all whatsoever. Once again, you got to figure out how to adjust to our pressure, which is very hard. Uh, we're unique. We're very different, and our defense is our best offense. Uh, we have – 14 active girls uh, now, currently now, since we got we got Mimi back. So Mimi's cleared and ready to go. So we're active and we're ready to go. So we're 100%. Uh, so everybody buys into defense. Uh, everybody knows that defense is our best offense. And when we have everybody clicking like that, it's, it's a sight to see. It's a beautiful sight to see. And uh, nine times my team will usually come, on, come, on, come up on, on top. When you talk about that defense, 
going into tomorrow night's game and moving forward in this tournament, staying on the balls of your feet and being able to keep that tenacious and get the traps going to create that transition that you're looking for offensively. How important is that? It's very important. You know, we talk about that, you know, me, me and you are, we talked about that a couple of times. You know, we try to focus on scoring 20 to 30 points easily in transition. When we do that, we put a lot of pressure on teams. We, you know, we, we, we force you to chase from behind and chasing us from behind. is kind of difficult because we don't stop. Uh, we're 94 feet of, 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 of control chaos. Um, and we're going to do that for 32 minutes. One of the other things that you're looking to improve on is the free throw shooting percentage from the line, taking advantage of when that clock is stopped getting the points on the board. Very important. Very important. And we, we talked about that. You know, we missed a lot of opportunities on the uh, the other night when we played Marble Falls. Um, our girls are locked in, and they know how important free throws matter. Uh, free throws win ball games. Free throws will also help win a state championship, and that's the expectation in our goal. Hey, Coach, we appreciate your time. We know you're busy. We wish you the best of luck tomorrow night. We can't wait to have the broadcast uh, of that game tomorrow night, and we look forward to it. Thanks so much, and uh, have a great day. Hey, thank y'all so much, and we appreciate y'all again uh, for following us. So thank y'all so much. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Real quick, I want my, my La Vega girls want to say hello. One, two, three. <laughs> That's awesome. Coach, thanks. Greatness. We appreciate it. Have a great hey, day. Thank y'all so much. Thank, thank you, you, Coach. Look, they're fired up and ready to go, and good for them. Hey, good they're stuff. They're a fun team to follow. I'm, I have thoroughly enjoyed it. They're all a bunch of great kids, great coaching staff, great fans. It's been a ball and wish nothing but the best for them and they play the game the way it's supposed to be played there you go 545 tomorrow over on 104.9 star fm hey that's going to do it for us for ward and for ryan i'm tom thanks for listening we'll see you tomorrow